All right. This is Ricky from 20 Something's Doing Nothing podcast. I always feel like I need to say that at the beginning, but it's like, you know what you clicked when you got to this podcast, (laughs) (laughs) which I'm like, I feel like that's just a radio thing, which I always think is funny too, is like when you're on the radio being like, hey, you're listening to 107.5 The River. Duh. Like the reset. Oh my God. It's so crazy. Yeah. It's just like, just in case you didn't know where you're at. Yeah, like in case you're completely <laughs> ridiculously dumb and have no idea what's happening, this is what's going on. <laughs> Amazing. So this voice that you hear is E. White. What's up? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> he is my guest co-host today uh, for this episode. And why don't you give us a little synopsis of what it is that you do? Because I'm sure that I know you from KDWB, but I know right. that like you, you're probably on a lot of other stations. You also have a podcast. Tell the people. Yes. I mean, so I do nights on KDWB in Minneapolis, uh, 6 to midnight every single night. I also rock with... Um, it's not, you got to remember the names. I do some, sometimes you do so much. You're just like, oh, snap. I forget where I'm supposed to be and like Yo, where I'm it. on and everything. <laughs> yeah, you 100%, <laughs> right? Um, I do nights in Charlotte. It hits 96.1. And then um, I do like a ton of stuff on the weekend for iHeart. So it's like Denver, Salt Lake. And this isn't like a flex. It's like I have trouble remembering everywhere that I'm supposed to be because it's just <laughs> like they're, they throw stuff at me like, hey, you want to also do this one? I'm like, sure. OK, because I need money and I'm poor. But <laughs> so like you just got to <laughs> say yes. Yo, you just got to say yes to everything. <laughs> this whole business is just saying yes. Um, <laughs> So it's Absolutely. crazy for sure. And then I also do a podcast. It's called The Get Up. It's a 30 minute morning show. Uh, You know, keep it short, sweet to the point. Myself, Selena Martinez, she's out of a uh, 93.7 KRQ in Tucson and then uh, Rach from Q102 in uh, Philly. So we link up. We do that every week. Awesome. And yeah, it's a fun time for sure. So a lot of shenanigans. We do this segment called the bag of shame where basically we play a game and the loser has to pick a punishment out. I had to call my ex for one. Selena had to eat like a tomato raw, like full, like an apple. That was hilarious. So like, you know, just tons of different things. It's always a good time. <laughs> so I am going to say I actually totally vibe with the eating an apple, like it, like eating the the uh, tomato like an apple because I actually oh, no. do that shit. Do you really? Like, I <laughs> salt. Yeah, I put like oh, salt and pepper God. on it and I just eat that motherfucker like an apple. <laughs> you're from Jersey, right? Yes. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Y'all think you're all like from Italy. Seriously. You're just like, oh, yo, I'm like 116th Sicilian. I'm going to go <laughs> chug a thing of sauce now. Like, come on. <laughs> I fucking love tomatoes. I don't know what it is about them. I love them. I put them on everything. Oh my god, no! Well, Selena hates them, so like it was like torture for her. So it was she like, hated it. It was like fear factor. It was crazy. It was hilarious. So we're here for it. That is great. That yeah. also, you know, I love hearing things like that because it's so silly and fun. And radio and podcasts should always be silly and fun yes. with a little, you know, edge of deep. Like we're going to get kind of deep in this as well, you know, but it I'm should ready. always be fun. Yes. And like you should always have fun doing it. <laughs> Dude, absolutely. Like this is a fun business. It's not rocket science. We're out here like doing like the most random things. Like we're getting paid to talk for like for what? For why? Yeah. How did we prove this? Like it was just we just do it, you know? <laughs> the amount of people that when they get so serious about this shit, I'm like, dude. I hate it's them. Radio. What are you? Like, what the fuck is your problem? You've ruined everything. You're just sitting there, like, <laughs> oh my god, like you know this. You like you get so serious if like you talk up a song like too close to like a certain like point or something, or like you're a little late getting out of a break. It's like a chill out, okay? Like it's forty yeah. seconds instead of thirty. You know what's gonna happen? Nothing. The world is no- gonna still gonna survive. Nothing Nothing's is going gonna to explode. Nothing. Literally nothing. <laughs> So and the best bad. part is like not one single listener notices any of those things. No, like, that don't. shit doesn't matter at all to them. 
they don't know. And that's no offense to listeners out there, but like, it's just like in reality, yeah. unless you're like, like my girlfriend, you know, she obviously like knows everything about the business now at this point. Cause like I've vented about every little thing. Yep. Right. So like, she knows when I, F up or fuck up and you know stuff like that. But like literally like Joe Blow down the street. Yeah. He's like, okay, whatever, you know? Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's not that serious. It's a fun industry and everybody else makes it way too. We'll get into that because yeah. we got plenty yeah. to talk about. <laughs> yeah. talk about. <laughs> First, we're gonna do my famous three questions. This is essentially just, you know, we get to know each other. The okay. listeners get to know you since you've never been on before. I do it for everyone who comes on for their first time. Cool. Cool. I'm a little sweaty, and, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to make no sense. Like, they're going to be the most random shit ever. Okay. Beautiful. I'm so here for that. <laughs> so, the first one is Would you rather fight Bigfoot or a dragon? Oh, Bigfoot. Cause at least, like, I could probably come out of that unscathed, like, not unscathed, but like, if I fight Bigfoot straight up, like, okay, bruises, stuff like that, might be in a coma, fine. If I fight a dragon, I'm dead on the spot, okay? Like, they can breathe fire, (laughs) okay? Like, Bigfoot, yeah, like, I might last maybe, like, a minute, two minutes. Dragon, it's, like, 15 seconds, we out, we done, you know, we crispy. (laughs) And we don't want that. Nobody wants that. I want to at least be able to say I gave it a good fight. If, like, you know, there's something on the other side, and, like, you know, I I show up at the pearly gates or get, like, reincarnated, (laughs) and I got, like, some sort of, like, I don't know, like society, secret society where I can talk about this. And they're like, yo, why are you dying one of your past lives? I don't want to be saying like, yo, I got burnt by a dragon in 15 seconds. I want to at least be able to be like, <laughs> I gave Bigfoot a shot, like a fight, you know? You I want gave a him- good story behind yeah, it. Exactly. I want to make it act like I lasted at least a round, you know? <laughs> like, not just like <laughs> out of the gate, just like, I'm done. Yeah, so Bigfoot, okay, straight I up. I love the reasoning. I love the re- I. I, I agree. You know what I mean? I see where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Also, like to say I discovered Bigfoot. Now, I, I hope, I'm, I'm also like in my mind thinking that there's a friend with me trying to like, you know, film this because, of course, right. it's content. Um, So like content in my key. <laughs> exactly. So it's like I'm going to go out. I'm going to go viral while we're at it. Great. Love it. Here for it. They do say that everybody loves you when you're dead, you know? So That's like, true. That's true. It gets heavy real quick. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you we were going to get deep at some point. <laughs> Out the gate. Let's go, baby. <laughs> All right. A little less deep here. Okay, but cool. what is your least favorite condiment? Oh, snap. That's a good one. Because I'm, I'm very condiment. I'm a condiment heavy person. Like, I okay. just, like, enjoy most of them. I, I think barbecue sauce is severely overrated. Um, I think I, I know. And I know you got listeners in Nashville and everything and barbecues big in Tennessee and all that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, sauce is like I, I would rather just the meat stand up by itself. Barbecue sauce just kind of overrated to me. I've never had like barbecue sauce where damn. I I'm like, damn, I need this on everything. It's like no hot sauce different types of mustards i also like power lifted for years so like you know mustard and hot sauce are my friends because the only yes. thing i could like you know season Put my food everything. with yeah, yeah exactly it's like you know this is the only way that's going to make my you know boiled like chicken and couscous edible so like yeah it was terrible chicken yeah boiled chicken just eh. it was a sad <laughs> life it was a sad life honestly you know the things i did to try to lift heavy things was just painful and sad um but yeah barbecue sauce i think is a little overrated but that's just but how long were you doing that for powerlifting so through college so like from the time i was like the end of my freshman year until like the beginning of my senior year um and so it was like me and a couple friends i knew from high school and like we had lifted and everything i I was like really heavy in high school i lost a ton of weight i couldn't lift anything like i was like a scrawny kid and 
then I just like I've had a weird relationship with my weight, but like I um started doing the powerlifting, and yeah, I just kind of like it was just the motivation to lift heavier things. And it was like CrossFit for fat kids. And it was great. We didn't care about our diets. We just kind of, you know, unless it was in season, of course, and that's when you would do the, uh, you know, the right. like ground turkey, like so much meal prep, like unreal amounts of meal prep, you know? So it's just like, I would have plastic bins all over my dorm room and my apartment and everything pissed my roommates off all the time. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it was just, it was interesting. So, you know, and I did okay, but like there were guys in there that were taking it real seriously. Like, some dudes throwing up like 700, 800 pounds. And I'm like, no, thank Jesus. you. I'm good. Yeah, it's crazy. Seriously. So, but it was a fun time for sure. Um, But yeah, my body still hasn't recovered. I'm like sore all the time. It's awful. I might just be getting old too. Who knows? <laughs> it's probably a mix of both. I yeah, mean, yeah. I love food so much. Same. And like when you said, you know, you have a, a weird relationship with your weight. I feel like all of us kind of have that. You know what I mean? Because I think for the most part, all of us kind of fluctuate with weight. We realize as we get older that our bodies change a fuck ton and we're like, what is happening here? So like, I get that. But your girl loves her food. And I'm like, I would rather, (laughs) I would rather eat a delicious, like not so great for me meal and feel good about it afterwards than eat boiled chicken ever in my life. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. And like, I'm glad that I've changed my tune on those things because like, you know what? It'll balance out. I go, I do some, you know, I'd like to do a workout here and there. It's fine. I can go eat like a double cheeseburger and fries and like enjoy my life a little bit, you know, not all the time because, you know, I don't want to. No, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be unhealthy and like diet no, 50. Of like, course. You just want to enjoy your food. Exactly. That sounds shitty. So, yeah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, man. Boiled chicken. That just like I, know, I forget sorry, who I'm brought sorry. this up to me recently, too. And I had the same reaction. I don't know what it is. It's like a new thing for me that when people say that to me, I think I just think of like rubber. Yeah, no, and then naturally. It, like, weirds me out. It was probably Anthony. Anthony's like Jack. So, like, he probably like does like the, oh, fucking the weirdest Anthony. things to his body. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's out here just like, he's like seasoning. Fuck that. You know, all his just, <laughs> just he was veggies. At one point, he was eating sardines because oh, that was part no. of his, like, yeah, that was part of his, like, regimen of working out and like specific things that he needed to eat. Like, his snack was like sardines. And I was like, bro. Dude, no. oh my God, that's awful. Draw I, the line somewhere. Yeah, exactly. That's when you like you become virtual friends. Like you can't see him in person because his breath is <laughs> awful. Yeah, seriously. Shout out to face masks also. Like because you can't smell people's like stanky yes. ass breath anymore. It's great. Seriously. So shout out to the pandemic like your breath for that. gets worse though. I yeah. feel like your breath gets worse because of the mask. Like I'll take my mask off sometimes and I'll be like, what is that? And it's my fucking breath. And I'm yeah. like, that's disgusting. <laughs> I have been there. I have been there. It's so bad. I, if anything, it has made me overly conscious of it. So now I like brush my teeth after everything. It's like crazy. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Great dental hygiene. Uh, again, so. You know what? Benefits. There, see, for as crazy as the pandemic has been, there has been some serious benefits. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. All right. Third and last question. Mm. Which isn't really so much of a question and more of like, I want you to tell me a specific story. Okay. I want you to tell me the story of the worst date you have ever been on. Oh, my God. There's like seven of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's so many bad ones. Um, so I think the worst date I had ever been on, I was in college um, and it was me and a buddy of mine. And he had a girl that he was friends with in class or whatever. And she was like, hey, E-White, it's cute. And I'm like, all right. 
sick. Love that. Doesn't happen to me too often. This is dope. So I'm like, cool, <laughs> let's try to do this double date or whatever. So it's him and his girlfriend who was literally like, have you seen Ed and Nettie Plank? You know, that's yes. her. Yeah. Yes. She, she had that personality. Like, it's just like, oh, uh, God. yeah, like he got it. Nobody else did it. So he was Johnny in this case, I guess. So it's just, <laughs> so I, uh, either way, you know, and, and no shade, no shade, no more shade to her, at least. Um, But it was me and this him and this girl and um the other girl that was with us. And we were just doing like the we planned out like a really dope date. Like he and I are like 100 percent hopeless romantics. Like ask my girlfriend, like, you know, trust Aww. me, I'm, I'm, I'm sappy as hell. It's gross. I hate it. Um, it's just like it's like a quality of mine. I'm like, fuck, I wish I didn't. You know, wasn't like this. Uh, but we, we went all on. have something about ourselves that yeah. we're like, this could this could be better. Yeah, this definitely could be better for sure. Um, And yeah, it was just it was just super awkward. Like she wouldn't talk. She just just didn't have anything to say or anything. So I'm just like on this date with this girl trying to get everything out of her and she just wouldn't talk. She was just like mute almost. And then it's awful. Oh, it's terrible. It's the worst, right? Because you're like trying your best and like I'm pretty eccentric personality. I'm out here a little bit and um, I'm just trying to pry anything out of her and it's just like she's giving me like sentence responses. I'm like, Yo, I, I was looking at my buddy. I'm like, Nate, you told me this girl was like into me. Like, what? Hello? Like, what is going on? Like, do you just surround your, like surround yourselves with mutes? Like, what is going on? So like, we go back, we get off the subway or whatever, and I'm going and like saying bye to everybody, and she's like, "Great seeing you," and just sticks out her hand for a handshake. And I was oh, like, no. "Yo, what did I do? Like, what the hell am I doing? What is my problem? Am I just like not?" A, like a, a funny appealing person am i just like doomed to be alone forever like is this how bad it is like <laughs> that i can't even get like somebody who doesn't want to speak to be into me <laughs> like is this the issue like oh my god it's crazy that's definitely one of them i don't know i've had like a bunch of random like dates that just like weren't that great or anything or i've gotten stood up before and stuff like that and then oh. yeah or like or we'd had like group outings and like it was like i got too drunk and then i ended up in like an alley in pittsburgh you know there's things like that you yeah. know <laughs> yeah i've experienced that part of yeah, yeah. we've I've done there. that exactly there. See, this, we're right here this is why th- we can bond through these things so of course <laughs> through our mutual bad decision making <laughs> it's great we out here <laughs> Again, content you know that's really what every time that anything bad ever happened to me i'm like well this yeah. is great for the radio i know seriously and now it's like i'm like older i have <laughs> yo right it's like i i'm like it's just so true because like now that i'm like older and you know i'm not like old i'm like gonna be 27 in may so i still got some time but it's just like i think about it how it's like i'm growing up a little bit and how like yes. I'm becoming more and more of an adult and the less crazy shit I have to like talk about on the yes. radio. And it's more like I have to be observant. I have to be more observant. So it's like if I'm out downtown or something like that, I have to watch like a hawk. I'm like, okay, who's doing some stupid shit? Can I see? All right. Yes. Oh, awesome. This is for tomorrow. So it's stuff <laughs> like that, right? So it's like it's like you evolve things because it's just like your experiences as like, you know, a single 21, 22 year old is very different than, you know, you, totally being, different. you know, exactly being in like a relationship and like being like 26, 27, 28, whatever, you know, and, and there's people who can make that work for a lifestyle. But like, you know, we're just sometimes life gets in the way and it hits you. So you got to kind of adjust things a little bit. It's crazy for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, Especially yeah. like our industry is just so weird in that sense. Like, our, like all we need to do is talk about our lives constantly and like yeah. when there's nothing happening you're like 
what do I, what do I do now? Like, right, I don't exactly. Know. You like sit there and you're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm about to say in this next break. <laughs> no, exactly. And and that's where like, I like watched, like when I was a kid, I was such a nerd about stand up, And it's like, I loved how like observing people like, you know, Dane Cook and like Kevin Hart and like people like that are just like on point and in touch with what's going on um, at their shows in their lives and everything, because that way when their life gets boring, they can at least make it spicy through different experiences and all that stuff. So that's kind of what I lean on when I need to, because it's just like, okay, yeah, because God, man, you know, it's like, I'm not going to, be able to like you know i do my show in like what three hours it's like what am i gonna tell them oh yeah well i did this podcast which is cool but then it's like also i played video games and went to a coffee shop it's like <laughs> you know not the spiciest <laughs> life you know but it's something so we, we figure it out for sure <laughs> so you know you said you're talking about stand-up comedy and i saw on one of your tiktoks that you had mentioned that you've done stand-up comedy before yes uh, <laughs> it went okay what what's up? When did you do that? Was that like like a college thing? Was that more of like you kind of dabble in it still now here and there, or like so what's with, the deal? So with my schedule with nights, it's tough because most open mics. So like I work from seven right. to mid, uh, six to midnight. So it's like you know most stand up like open mics and stuff like that in the cities at least are usually like Tuesdays and Thursdays. You know, there's the mm-hmm. occasional ones that are on Saturdays and stuff like that. But also like I'm trying to do like everything else on Saturday and Sunday because it's just I don't yeah. really have as much time during the week. Um that's a compromise I made. I knew that, you know, going into this gig and everything the way it was going to end up like, but I would do it a lot when I was in college, like end of college, and then when I was living in Iowa in Des Moines, it was my job before I moved to Minneapolis. Um there was this one bar we would go to all the time called Lefties and it was like super dope because it was just like one of the places where like they had such a great open mic and like comedy community so like it was just like really enriching and everything and like nobody was a dickhead and if somebody was a dickhead they get kicked out real quick so like you know there was like almost like a protocol (laughs) and everything also the bar was called lefties because the dog that it was named after is missing the back left leg uh so and and lefty would literally hobble around the whole entire bar he just chilled there i love that he was vibing my neighborhood had a dog too and like he was we loved him and when he passed, it was like devastating. Oh, buddy. I know. It yeah. was devastating. But like he was he had such a great life because everybody at the bar loved him. Yes. Like, you would just get hyped. Cause it's like you're hammered, and then this dog just comes strolling in, and you're like, oh, Am I in heaven? <laughs> <laughs> the amount of joy in that dog's life is just beautiful. It's awesome. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's so funny because like I would love to like stay doing stand-up and everything. It's just unfortunate, you know, with my schedule and stuff. So, you know, the way I've kind of gotten around that is doing like TikToks and doing like bits like that. And it's just like, okay, if I can't do it on a stage, I'm at least going to do it in some sort of way that gets me there. And then radio is a way to do that too, where it's just like, okay, instead of doing a tight five, I'm doing a tight 15 seconds. So, you know, it's just, I I wish I had more time, but it is what it is. You know, it's it's just how the business is nowadays. You know, they're just like doing all that stuff and just keeping us uh, tight and short. And it's just like, hey, you went (laughs) over X number of seconds chill so it's just <laughs> crazy i don't know it's it's interesting for sure because <laughs> okay so your tiktoks too yes i want to talk about your tiktok account because mm-hmm. that is how i actually like found you and who you were was through tiktok like somebody had posted one of your tiktoks because yeah. you kind of have a niche 
deal going on. You talk a lot about how radio works. Yes, yes. I mean, it's it's funny because I, I hear that a lot. Like, I found you on TikTok or I saw you through TikTok, and I'm just like, that's pretty dope because I think I get recognized for that more than I get recognized for actually being on the radio. So, like, yeah. it's, pretty, it's pretty wild for sure. So, it, it's really cool. But I think just at the end of the day, I think radio for so long has been such a, you know, magicians not showing their cards industry and that's Mm -hmm. not cool anymore like being like all like behind the scenes and secretive and stuff like that so i just kind of started one day i was like you know what fuck it like here's what i do here's how i do it here's how everything looks here's how everything works and people are just like oh shit like you know this is really cool please tell me more stuff i have no clue what these things mean explain to me like i'm five you know so it's just yeah and it's super cool so it was a really easy way to make it happen and then you know living in minnesota minnesotans are super passionate out here like they care about this place like more than (laughs) like i i don't want to say more than like new yorkers care about new york but it's like it rivals it it's on that level of like you know passion for the state so like anything i can do to like you know talk about minnesota and stuff like that or show them local places because i'm a big local advocate um that's huge for me too um also just shitting on edina edina is a suburb out here um and it's kind of <laughs> like i don't know what like what's like the bougiest suburb in nashville is it like murfreesboro or something probably brentwood brentwood okay so it's like if you would just shit on brentwood it's just edina is like to the next level they just and it's not even that the people from edina are that bad it's just that like they've been I think it goes back to like one of the first Mighty Ducks movies where it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, because um, Adam Banks, number 99, he was from Edina and his dad fucking sucked. So everybody is just like, yeah, Edina sucks because like all of a sudden when that movie came up, everybody was like, oh, yeah, this is 100 percent true. So now it's just like there's like a hashtag bully Edina That's that hilarious. goes around. It's hilarious. It's so funny. So like there's this really cool community of just people from Minnesota that just do a bunch of TikToks and it's very stereotypical Minnesotan stuff. And then it's just like, I have my lanes with like doing more of the local things and then also with radio and stuff like that. So it's really cool. And like TikTok's just such a cool platform. It's like, I, I finally found that like my stuff started hitting when I started doing stuff with TikTok because other I, not so much Twitter, but like, you know, Instagram for sure. I feel it like has a really or had a really polished vibe to it. And Definitely. I'm not a polished person. So it wasn't really something where I, I feel would, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's just I, I can't be out here like, you know, posting thirst traps and looking like clean as shit and everything. It's just like, <laughs> no, it's like I'm kind of a, you know, I'm a kid that came from like a DIY background and stuff like that. I went to school for photography and went to shoot um, skateboarders and like I was in bands very and cool. shit. Yeah. And that was like my vibe, right? It was just very DIY and very like grungy, like house show basement type vibes. And that doesn't look sexy on Instagram, but like on TikTok, people love that shit. You know, they love yeah. like just ragtagness. So it's something that, uh, really like hit for me and it's really helped my uh my radio stuff too it's crazy because just like you know it's just that it's I'm just another layer blown away i'm blown <laughs> away because like you know you do like when you're in this industry and when you're in it for a while it seems as though like no one's ever listening to you kind of thing right and you feel like radio gets like shoved to the side in a lot of ways so when i was watching your tiktoks about radio and the fact that they had so many views and so many people commenting like wait, what does this mean? What's this button do? Like, how do you do this then? And that people were so interested. I was like, holy shit, especially because on TikTok, it's not like our moms are on TikTok. You know what I mean? It's young kids on TikTok and everybody always wants to shove in your face the fact that like radio's dying and kids aren't listening to radio, which we know is not true. But 
you get to see it like, oh my God, it's really not like everything I've been saying is true. Like they really are listening to radio and they are interested in radio and they want to know how it works. It's a hundred percent true. People just love learning things. Like people are instinctively like, you know, want to have more knowledge, right? So even if it's through radio and, and granted, like, I think radio is dead in the old aspect. I really, I'm one of those guys that mm-hmm. doesn't get mad when people say radio is dying. Cause like, honestly, the old form of it, you're a hundred percent right. You're a hundred percent true. Like, cause the whole, you know, back in the day of like the nineties radio of like having strippers in and just being like, yep. you know, it's a damn party. Like night shows have like a bunch of like craziness and like all that stuff like the the old guard of radio is changing and so like the new guard is like things like being on social media and you know getting gigs because you're doing podcasts and doing more social media you know (laughs) it's just like (laughs) things like that those are the things that are getting people jobs if you just do a radio shift like cool dude all of us can welcome to the business all of us should be able to do this shit so it's like how are you expanding yourself and how are you doing more on top of it and so social media is a great way to do it i mean brew dude brew's like the perfect example that motherfucker that motherfucker like and i hear all the time it's just like yeah he's okay he's not that i'm like yeah but like it's because people are pissed yeah they're pissed off they're mad people are mad (laughs) and in radio for anyone listening here's a little insider into radio people Everyone has the biggest motherfucking ego Yo. that you can ever imagine. Yes. And that is why they want to talk shit on him. And this is the thing that I always say to people is like, this is a very ego-based business because like we all have to have an ego to an extent because we need Absolutely. to believe that what we're saying to people, they fucking care about. Like, yes. which is very egotistical to be like, oh, you care about my life. Like there's got to be an ego part of it. But some people in this business are just so insanely focused on only their ego and nothing else. It, it's it's so funny because like those same people are the people that won't share a damn thing about their personal life. They won't yep. share a damn thing about what's going on and everything like that. And that's the thing is just they're just mad that somebody went did something that they have been thinking about doing or something that they said I could do it better. And they ended up with 3 million followers and got a job and are on stations across the country for another company. Like, it's just like, things. it's so crazy. So like, I don't know, man, it's so funny, like this business. And it's interesting to see like how many people actually get it and how many, and how many more don't. And it's just like, how can we (laughs) like find that bridge and find that gap? And so, you know, I'm just glad that like, I'm glad we're on the right side of it. You know, if anything, (laughs) like that's kind of cool. Just like sitting there and like being like, oh yeah, I guess I am kind of doing something right. This is dope. You know, this is really cool. (laughs) Yeah. Well, cause you know, it's, it's such a tough industry to break into and to stay in. It's almost harder to stay in than to break in kind of deal. Like I always thought, because for me personally, and anyone who's listened to 20 Something's Doing Nothing for a long time, because I've been doing this for years now at this point, they know that the main reason I started the podcast was because I wanted to be on air and I felt that I had the talent to be on air, but nobody was giving me the shot to be on air. I have been there so <laughs> many times. It is unreal. Yep. My journey so was definitely a little different. I thought it different, was going to but... be so hard. Like, yeah. I just felt like, oh my God, this is the hardest thing ever. Once I just like get in, it'll be easier. But now I'm here and I'm like, dude, I've already been fired once. Yo. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm on a- another show now. I'm doing a bunch of other things, but it's like, it's kind of like that whole mentality of like getting to the top seems hard, but like staying on top is just so much harder. It's so hard to kind of like stick with it. Mm -hmm. And 
like you said, it's doing everything that you possibly can all the time and saying yes to fucking everything. Yeah. Which is exhausting. <laughs> it sucks. I mean, there's times it totally sucks. Like, there's times I just want to take a weekend and do nothing and just chill out and just like go and do my life. But at the same time, you know, I know that the shows that they ask me to do and the things that I do and everything like that, that's what's keeping me employed. Like, you know, the, sh- mm-hmm. the fact that I'm showing that I'm valuable and it's like, you know, when you want something enough and when you care about something enough, you know, you're not you're going to do anything to make sure nobody can take that away from you. Right. So Absolutely. And, and that's especially in this business, too. You know, I'm I just celebrated my fifth year in radio professionally. So congratulations. Like, thank you appreciate it. You know, very cool. Um, I started as an intern and obviously now, you know, we've come a long way, but it's like crazy because it's like I think about that. I know going from like an intern to like nights at like one of the most historic stations in the country is kind of this like wildly fast path right and i get it yeah and and like you know there's the people are just like you know be grateful for what you have and like you know and all that different stuff and i'm just like yeah but like i think there's nothing wrong with wanting to do more right and wanting to like expand on what you're doing and it's just like that's the big thing with me is just like you know i always think what's next and i think like recently it's like i've tried to train myself to be happy that i um I've even gotten as far as I have because I know there's people that have been fired and I know there's people that haven't been in this business, um, you know, as long as they want it to be. And so it's like, okay, like I would really like if I'm going to keep this going and everything, I got to at least appreciate the process, you know? So absolutely. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy, though, to like forget how far you've come. I forget that shit constantly like I'm just like because like you said you always want like the next big thing you always want more because you have an idea and a goal and a dream for yourself so like for me I forget constantly and it's not until like someone randomly will bring something up or like like for instance my boss recently was introducing me to somebody and he was like uh Ricky's been in the radio industry for such a long time because because I look like I'm fucking 12 I'm 29 but like I look like I'm 12 Jesus so he's like Ricky's been in the radio industry in a long time she started off at Elvis Duran in the morning show as an intern um she's worked for Zach Sang show which is a syndicated night show and now she's here and I'm like sitting there and like as he's going through these things I'm like oh shit like I have done some pretty cool shit in my career that like it just doesn't feel that way though day to day because you're like what's the next thing that I want like how am I getting to the next point of my career that I see for myself no 100% I'm in that phase right now where it's like I want to do mornings right it's like a goal for mine for me that's a dream that I've had since I got into the business um and like I'm I forget sometimes where it's just like damn like the amount of people that have come through KDWB or like you know have done that stuff and like been in that situation and just thinking about like how, you know, I went from like setting up tents to like doing all these different things and like moving across the country, taking that risk of living in like Des Moines for two years, hating my fucking life. And like, you know, Oof, yeah, yeah, dude, it was tough for sure. Um, But then like doing all these different things and being on across the country, it's like, I know that there's times I take it for granted and I just want people to know it's nothing personal. It's just me right. as a person. It is my own issues. I'm working it out in therapy. So I like, just like be Amazing. cool with it. Yeah, exactly, man. It's like crazy. So like, you know, even though I'm on that path and on that, um, you know, trying to go to where I'm going, you know, it's like I I also got to sit there and be like, yeah, man, like, it's cool. You can take a second and be like, hey, this is this is nice. 
this is a positive <laughs> for sure. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's just human nature though too. You know, I don't think, I think for our industry, it's a little more intensified, I think, because yes. a lot of it is, you know, you feel like you need to get to where you want to get to so early in your career because everyone's always like, well, by the time you get to this age, like no one cares about you anymore kind of right. deal. So you're like, oh shit, like I'm so close to that point. But then there's so many people who prove to you like that that's not true. You know what yeah. I mean? But that's what they feed you at the beginning. So it's still in the back of your head constantly. But I think for everyone in every, any kind of line of work, you know, you constantly, you're just constantly on the go. You always want to get to the next step and you don't really take a, a, a breather and a second to be like, yo, you're actually killing it. Like I'm doing a good job. This is great. Let's like embrace this moment. Yes. <laughs> Let's enjoy the journey. 100%. I, I couldn't agree more. It, it, you've also just worked for some people where it's like you, you've you known that they're not going or they've been there forever, right? Like Woody and Jim yeah. have been in Nashville for God knows how long. Elvis, 23 years. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> I was three when they were on the air. That's stupid. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like I think about that. Like Dave Ryan, the guy who hosts the morning show here. Dave started at KTWB when I was negative two and like yeah. that just blows <laughs> negative two. Yeah, that blows my mind. So it's like, yeah, there's people who can do that and everything. But yeah, also naturally you're like, I want it now. And it's like, yeah, but like it can happen when you're like 30. And I'm like, yeah, but like, fuck that. You know, so it's, yeah, you just it's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, of course. And it's just like, I don't know. And I'm not somebody who wants to do radio forever. Like I'm not somebody who wants to be like 60 still doing it and everything. Much respect. To, yeah, much respect to those people, man. Like, but there's other things and other parts of life I want to experience. And, you know, I, I always wanted to be a small business owner. I want to own a coffee shop one day. That's a huge thing for me. And so, okay. it, and that's like something I want to do, like in a separate part of my life. You know, it's like you're allowed to have multiple chapters, but like I want to make sure that like the chapters I do have in radio are successful and heavy hitters and stuff like that. And so, you know, I think I have that timeline in my head. And I think like I, I've realized that's a long ass timeline. You know what I mean? It's a long one, <laughs> but it also feels like it's like, okay, I got to do this all in six months or else I'm fucked. Like, you know, it's just like, we <laughs> yeah. don't want that. So it's just crazy for sure. So yeah, I think, I think that's a massive thing in our business we need to work on. It's just like being happy with what we're doing while also, um, you know, not, uh, steering away from our dreams. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely. You um also recently went through a major loss. Your mom passed away, which yeah. I'm so sorry. No, all good. All good. Um, how has that like impacted your dreams and aspirations? You said, you know, you want to be in morning radio. Has that yeah. like made anything like change in your thought process on all of that? Well, my mom was always like my my like support person right she was the one i would oh. lean on and stuff and so like my dad's always been like kind of the the friend parent so it's okay. kind of weird because now it's like he's trying to take on a role that he you know never had to do before and like that's the thing i'm an only child right so it's like i it's just me and my pops and then like you know whoever else i've been my friends that i've made along the way and stuff like that and so like it's it's interesting because you know i'm still kind of learning how to be an actual adult and I think yeah. like, yeah, I think like you don't really figure it out until like you're like, I don't know, until you have massive life things that happen, like have kids or I don't like, even know if I don't know, really yeah. figure it out, to be honest. Exactly. And it's just like, it's just you're trying to like fumble through it and everything. And like my mom was kind of the person I would lean on for that. And it's like, I don't have that mm -hmm. now. Right. Like physically and, and stuff, you know, obviously like everything that I was taught, everything she like brought me up with and everything it's still there. It still exists. But like. You know, I, I, at the end of the day, it's just it's just kind of 
I don't know if it's changed my dreams. If anything, it's made me want it more because it's like what um, my, you know, my parents were all about when I was a kid. It was just like, listen, like, you know, whatever you want to do. And like the thing is, too, is that, you know, sorry, I'm trying to figure this all out and everything and try to word it properly. <laughs> but yeah, 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 for sure. But, um, you know, they always brought me up like, hey, like whatever your goal is make it happen i'm like all right cool and then you know as you get older and you're just like oh well i want to be like a rock star and they're like that's not realistic and then it's just like <laughs> stuff like that or like whatever and my dad is a musician he you know is a jazz musician and he's been doing it for years and everything he was never able to make a living out of it and my mom worked as an insurance person for years and like insurance agent and she worked for a company forever and, and fucking hated her job so my goal was mm-hmm. to love my job and make money from it and it's like mm-hmm. I had to use both of their experiences and kind of combine the two and find a way. And I found a way to make it happen. And I always wanted my mom to see me like, you know, hit that ultimate promotion and like, you know, get married, have kids and stuff like that. And like, I think I realized pretty like my, my mom had some health issues for a while. And I think I like realized when I was like 20, 21, like she had had a stroke and I was like, OK, like there's a chance that like this might not happen. So mm-hmm. I think I mentally prepared for it like for a long time, which is something that I think made it easier for me. Um, but like, I think some people, you know, obviously they lose their parents, it's like comes out of nowhere, they get sick out of nowhere, like, especially mm-hmm. with COVID and everything. So many people lost so many like yeah. loved ones in their lives. Right. And that's just absolutely insane. And, you know, I was in a way lucky enough to like, you know, mentally prepare myself for when that happens i didn't want it to happen when i was like you know 26 and like still like figuring out my life and stuff like that but at the end of the day it happened and you know so if anything it just kind of like motivates me more to hit the goals that i want and like live the life that i want to live you know the one thing my mom said to me before she passed was like i want you to like live your life and be like happy and enjoy it because there's so many oh. aspects of my life that i would change and like that's the thing is she was just so resentful of so many things in her life because she focused so much on work or the work that she focused on wasn't fulfilling to her so like Mm -hmm. being able to like say that like i have work that's fulfilling to me i'm doing things in my life to make sure that like work isn't everything that revolves around me and everything you know and that's my identity because you know if you get fired tomorrow the like the ship's going to keep sailing right like everything's Mm going to keep happening and it is what it is like what are you doing and what can you do to still be able to live a life and feel like you have an identity. And I think a lot of people in our business and a lot of people in their industries and everything like that don't know that answer. And so yeah, you're was right. the, a and lot that, of people don't. Yeah, exactly. And that's the one thing my mom said is like, have that answer, have that. So like, you know, and that's made it super easy for me and, and, you know, and easy is not the word I want to look for, but it's just like, you know, it, I know what you're saying. there's it, no like right way to yeah, like explain these things. And like, it always feels wrong. Yeah, it feels weird to be like, I'm okay. You know, it's, yeah. it feels weird to be because like, there's totally moments I'm not like the other night, I was like, bawling my eyes out just for fun, you know, just for funsies. Yeah. and everything. And it's just it happens. It comes up on you, right? It's just like, I had like a major meeting or something the other day. And like, I'm like, I would call my mom for this. And I'm like, I'm talking to my girlfriend about it. I'm like, no, and I feel bad because it's like, it's not you. It's not anything you're saying. It's just that like, I don't know how to express this to other people yet. And that's like the biggest thing that I'm doing in therapy right now you know i obviously like have a lot of other things to go on i have anxiety and depression and all that stuff and like i've known i've just known about it for a long time i've known about it since i was 15 so like i've kind of like gained this like good grasp on like my mental health which is like really cool so it's just like you know kind of like hey 
I'm in the car or we're in the car. I'm driving though, you know, that kind of situation. So like, which is like really cool. Um, but like, yeah, obviously like it doesn't, it, it, um, kind of gets fucked up when you have a major life event like that happen. Right. So, you know, it's just a matter of, uh, figuring it out and just kind of taking it day by day. And, you know, I, 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 anybody who's lost a parent or lost somebody out there, like really close to them, I'm sure they've gone through the same shit. And like, you know, it's, it's good because, um, I have a friend of mine who lost his dad when we were in college and I confide in him a lot and I talk to him a lot about it. And so like, it's kind of like this, it's like the shittiest club to be a part of, but like, it's a club that you can at least like lean on people for, you yes. know what I'm saying? It's so, good that you yeah. still have the club available yeah, at it's, the same time. Exactly. Like it's there to have things happen. And just like, you know, if, if something's going wrong and you're like, I've never felt this feeling before. Somebody's like, yeah, dude, no, totally. This happens all the time or like you know, things like that. So yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely. I mean, I I have lost a lot of friends over the years. I've yeah. lost a lot of very close family members and things like that. And uh, one of the biggest things that I've realized over time is just the fact that like those big life moments never get easier. No. In those sense. Like I was just thinking like a month ago about, oh my gosh, like my – so. I have a nephew. My younger brother had a baby and mm-hmm. he is like the cutest and the love of my life. I'm obsessed with him. Oh, like man. I think he's amazing. But like as I was watching him while I was home, I was just sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, like one day I'm going to have one of these. Like that's so fucking wild. Yeah. And like I instantly then started thinking about like my best friends who have passed who would have been like the greatest like uncles. Oh, man. Yeah. To like my kid. Like it just happens out of nowhere. And it's it's always going to be that way. And once I accepted that, it made it so much easier to kind of wander through life that way. Because for a while it was like I wouldn't be able to function right after thinking about things like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I had one of my best friends pass away when I was in college. And like I I think that helped me out too. It was just like, oh man, I've had this happen before. But he Mm -hmm. and I had very similar aspirations with radio and with our lives and everything. And I was always like, hey, man, we're going to do this together. And like, you know, we kind of are, you know, he's with me all the time. But at the same time, it's like, you know, it's not the same. Right. So, yeah. And it comes up once in a while. And it's just like, you know, it it catches you with a right hook. Like, it's just like the right time. And it's just like, fuck, man, like why? But it's you learn to live with it. You know, you get it for sure. And it's just like it's. It's all good. I mean, eventually it just becomes part of life. And so, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, that's the other thing then, too. I was talking to my grandparents who are 88 and 87, yeah. which is wild yeah. to think about. Nuts, dude. Shout out. <laughs> Amazing. Look at you go. Are they like super active, too? Are they like really like? Yes. Good for them, like, man. Like, honestly. My grandma isn't very active. She just started getting more active. Um, okay. But like my grandpa, he's always been very into his health, always like lifted weights and gone to the gym. Amazing. And all I'm like, bro, what the fuck? I am 29 and I can't even get my ass out of bed some days. Oh, and you're yeah. out here lifting weights? What the fuck? It's crazy. <laughs> no, um, Elise, my girlfriend, her uh, grandfather is like 83 and he goes golfing like every like almost every day. What? Sometimes. it's crazy it's so it's wild. wild yeah he's just but like yeah you talk i talk to them and i'm like having these conversations with them and one of the things that they said was like oh well you know the mo- most of the people that we know are dead now and i was like yo holy shit oh my god but like, but like that's true like yeah. you know you life 
you can end up living a very long life and the chances are that the majority of people that you know are all going to pass away mm-hmm. at some point through those 88 years. Like 88 years of life is an insane amount of time to be on this earth and they're still going strong. Like there's going to be many a years continuing on this life that they have. So like throughout all that time, it's you know it, the point of it is like you're always going to have to face this reality that like people are going to pass and it's never going to be easy. It's always going to be hard, but it's never going to stop. Right. No, it's just, it it is a very much an, it is what it is situation. And it's either you accept it and go with it and just go about your life, just living it to the fullest. Or, you know, you, you sit there in the fear that you're going to lose everybody, you know? And I think that's Mm -hmm. like, and I think it's way less, healthy or it's way better for your mental health to just kind of like I, I know we always joke about you know we're all gonna die someday or something like that but it's just like <laughs> i think it's better to have that mentality than be like oh shit is this really gonna happen like yeah it's gonna like so just like yeah. enjoy it <laughs> like you know um oh, absolutely goodness. and therapy is a huge help in all yes. of that too so i think it's amazing that you're going to therapy your girl straight up would not be functional i tell every person i would not even and by functional i mean i'm like barely functional but i wouldn't even <laughs> be that functional if I did not go to therapy when I was younger because I was like in a bad way through all of the the shit that I was going through with my family and myself like my own internal just brain and the way that you deal with your own just life and your own thoughts and things like that so like I would not be okay if I did not have therapy so it's amazing that you're going and it's amazing that you have embraced that I, I think everybody should be in therapy like honestly, yes. I, I'm I'm absolutely that type of person. Like you, please. I say like, that all the time. It's not a bad thing, and it's just I love that our generation is so embracing of that. Right? It's just like yeah, absolutely. Like, like just admit that you're not okay. Go get help. Take care of it. Don't bottle it up because then it's going to come out in some sort of unhealthy way. Whatever that fashion is, doesn't really matter. It's just going to come out that way. So get yourself fixed up, man. Seriously. Your therapist is there to help. Shout out Christine. She keeps my brain all good. Like it's all yes, like we're Christine. vibing. Christine. She <laughs> lives in fucking Hawaii, bro. It pissed me off. So like she's so like I living in Minnesota, like you can only like go to like Minnesota registered you know, therapist. I'm not gonna right? lie to you. Yeah. I would not be able to talk to her because I'd pissed be like, off. fuck you, Christine. Yo. You're in beautiful weather in fucking Hawaii next to the beach. No, I can't talk to you. Exactly. It's fucking <laughs> minus eight today here. And it's just like oh me. My God. Yo. And here's the thing. It's not even the worst part. It's not even the worst. And like she's in fucking Oahu just like, yeah, no, I went to college here, but like I got my registration in Minnesota. I'm like, all right, word. Fuck you. But like, whatever. (laughs) It's so bad. Yeah. Yeah, it gets fucking nasty here, dude. It's so bad. It's such a pain in the ass. Yeah, exactly. You live in a place that gets that cold. I stay thick. We out here, you know. (laughs) It's like no. Um, it it takes time and effort, man. Like, but it's hilarious because like it'll be like thirty degrees and like thirty, like you know, in Jersey or Philly or Nashville, it's like oh my god, it's so fucking cold. And here it's like damn, there's motherfuckers out here in shorts. I'm like, what the hell is going on? It's crazy. It's wild for sure. And you know what? This business is crazy. And of course, like, you know, it moves you around and everything like that. I just hope the next one's warm. That's all. You know, it's just like I went from Iowa to Minnesota. My fingers are crossed for you. I'm like, please get this man to warm. Seriously. Like, yo, hey, San Diego, what up? Like, let's do like anywhere. (laughs) Seriously, just somewhere with some like so I can thaw out for a little bit, you know? 
That's it. That's all I want. <laughs> but then you're going to miss it because yes. that was I hate the cold. Right. And I grew up in Jersey. Right. I lived in New York City. I hate the cold. I hate the fucking snow. I think it's trash. Everyone's like, yay, pretty snow. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. This yeah. is a, a, nothing but a terrible, terrible thing. <laughs> Crystal Rosas at fucking Z100 is pissing me the fuck off right now. And I hope she hears this shit. <laughs> but like, honestly, I love her. I think she's so entertaining and everything like that. But she's from like the Bay Area. Right. It doesn't yes. fucking snow out there even though it does yep. get windy and cold and whatever and she's like oh my god this is so great i'm like fuck you like it is not no, like it's like, terrible exactly unless you get off of school or off of like work or whatever yeah. like yeah, yeah and and like and let's be real in new york and philly and places like that there's a public transit system so unless yep. that bitch shuts down nothing's shutting down so like we <laughs> yeah. there are so many days when we were growing up it's like there's a foot of snow outside Hey, Eric, get up. It's time for school. What the fuck do you mean, dad? Like, exactly. It's just like crazy. So I don't know, man. It's so funny. I know I'll miss it. And I love Minnesota. It's so great. It's such a cool place. Like, I cannot recommend. I've never enough. been. You have to. Like, honestly, it's so weird because I never thought to myself, damn, like Minnesota is going to be a place I'll be. But it's such an interesting place. I mean, the Twin Cities have so much like awesome like diverse cultures and everything and just i mean the rest of it's pretty hella white but like you know like <laughs> the the pocket of here in like you know southeastern minnesota is so awesome uh duluth in like the north shore area by lake superior it's the closest thing we get to the beach but it's just majestic and like just different like it's so cool man honestly i like wouldn't so i think like we drove through minnesota when we did the cross-country trip like me carla marie and anthony okay but like we didn't actually get to like spend time yeah doing that was like that's part of like the part that sucks about when you're doing cross country is like mm. you don't have the time to see everything everywhere obviously like yeah a lot of the stops that you make is for a night so it's like all right we we had this rule too like we debated this rule it was like you haven't actually visited a city until you eat in that city and it can't Absolutely. be like uh like a chain restaurant or anything like that like it needs to yes. be specific to that place yes and then you could say you've been there other exactly. than that Never been there. That's 100% <laughs> true. No, I totally agree. Like, because when we did the road trip from uh, Philly to Iowa for my first job, like, same deal. It was like, okay, we stopped in Illinois. That's the only one that counted. Ohio and Indiana, yeah. fuck those places. <laughs> like, it was just yeah, like, it was exactly. like, driving through does not count. I don't care if you got out and you peed in the most disgusting fucking a bathroom at the gas station, whatever your experience was there. I'm like, you still haven't been there. No, hundred percent. Because the experience is eating. Yeah. Eating is like, that's the culture everywhere you go yes. is the food. Exactly. 100%. And to be fair, if you go to Minnesota and you eat there, you get everywhere else in the Midwest. Like you get Nebraska, you get the Dakotas, you get everything else. Cause it's just fucking okay. meat, potatoes and shit like that. You know, it's <laughs> very, very stereotypical and stuff, but yeah, no, it's so cool here. So I, I mean, whenever like, that situation comes up that I have to dip, you know, because like, you know, it is what it is in this business. You're yeah. kind of expecting We're going to, yes. Yeah. I know this is not my last stop. It's no. national. Like, there's going to be plenty more. Exactly. And like, you know, the thing that sucks is like, I would love this to be the stop, but also like, I also know like what's happening and everything in the business. And so like, I'm going to miss it, but like also it's really cool because my roots are here in some sort of way because Elisa's right. family's all here, you know, and they're like all going to and like, I'm not getting rid of her. I can't at this point, you know, when you find somebody in radio, uh, you know, this because you got, you got somebody, right? Exactly. Yeah. So like, yeah, you know, once you find somebody in this business, you can't just let them go like that, you know, exactly. Yeah. It's just fucking, it's annoying. Cause then it's just like, oh, shit, I got to re hit, re reset on all this and just be like, okay. Here And I got really good at just like the whole like getting this out of the way immediately thing where it's just like, okay, cool. 
I work in radio. I want you to know I'm going to move at least nice. eight to nine times probably in my career. Are you cool with that? No? Okay, next. <laughs> it's just I mean, like that kind of thing. To my boyfriend, AJ, I'm pretty sure that he'll remember this if I like were to find him and bring him in here. But like, I think about like a month after we decided that we were like actually officially going to like date like exclusively kind of deal. Uh-huh. I was like, listen, we got to have a conversation. And I think he probably thought the worst thing ever was get- about to come out of my mouth. Right, right. <laughs> and I was like, which to me from past relationships can be the worst thing ever because there are people that don't want to deal with that. Right. No, totally. They're cool with where they're at and that's okay. Yeah. That's and okay. That's fine. So like I, I've gotten very nonchalant and very just casual about it where I was like, listen, like, you know, I'm in radio, you know, I'm, I'm like very dedicated to my career. Chances are I'm going to be moving somewhere because I was unfortunate and fortunate. It's a double-edged sword to, grow up in New Jersey and go to school in New York City where there are just no jobs for this right yep. now. Like and nobody leaves New yep. York. Like that's just not a thing. No. And when they do, it's like, holy shit, then everybody in the entire fucking country is like, I want that job. So like I was like, listen, I'm going to have to move somewhere. Chances are it's gonna be bumfuck Kansas. Like I'm just letting you know. <laughs> like gang, that's gang. probably what's gonna happen. <laughs> and I get it if you don't want to move with me. But I'm going to go. Like, I don't care if we're dating for seven years. Like, I'm going because I put way too much effort into this at this point that there's no way I'm not going. So if you're down, you're down. If you're not, tell me now because I got to know. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And that's the thing is like when it's like a smaller market and you're in and stuff like that. Because we met when I was living in Iowa. And that was just complete, complete coincidence that I ended up with a job here because I was interviewing for other jobs and it's just like they didn't work out and the one in Minneapolis actually ended up working out but like now it's like okay cool I think you get to a certain point where in like in this business you can be a little bit more picky and so it's just like you know okay like I'm I've made it to Minneapolis it's a top 20 market that's great and everything like that I don't think I have to go to like you know um, fuck Kansas, but like also, yeah. yeah. So like, that's cool. But like, also it's like, all right, as long as where we end up is like cool and there's fun things and there's a good food scene, they got coffee shops and shit and hopefully some sort of sports team. We're good. We're okay. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, I will make definitely. this work. Definitely. Cause you, cause, <laughs> but, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, my bad. No, no, I, no it's okay. I'm so rambling. <laughs> no, no, no. You're totally fine. I was just saying that like, but the thing is, is like finding someone that's willing to do that for you is so huge because it's yes. just, it doesn't happen very often. No. Like I've had plenty of other people who are like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I don't understand what you don't understand about what I just said. Right. Like you, <laughs> you do, don't love Iowa. What are you kidding me? The Phil- when I was moving from Philly, because I grew up out there, like that was one that was re- a hard sell because they're a lot like New York where it's like, how could you leave mm-hmm. Philly? Philly's the best place ever. It's not. But like, you know, they try their best <laughs> to sell it to you. Right. And it's just like, that's kind of, you know, you lose friends, right? You lose friends, you lose mm-hmm. like contact with family and you get used to it after a while. But like the first six to nine months you're away and stuff like that that shit hurts man like when it's you're like rough. yeah like when you like call somebody and they're just like hey how's it going i'm like oh good man how are you and they're just like okay good 
and that's it. It's just like it's just like the most like boring like yeah you know vanilla conversation that sucks. And then it's just like you have to realize after a while it's how it works out, and that's just life in general. But especially or like when, all the people that tell you they're gonna visit you because they're like, oh yeah, sick man, like I'm gonna come visit you, yeah. and then like no one visits you, and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, here's the thing: is like the real ones visited me in Iowa, and like honestly, mm-hmm. those motherfuckers visited me in Des Moines. Like, you know, they, they're they real like because and it's yes. not that Des Moines an awful place like you can find shit to do there. It's OK. Like, it's a cool place. But like, if you're willing to take that fucking five hundred dollar flight that costs way <laughs> too much because it's a small ass airport and fly your ass out there to come see me like you got me forever, man. Like, honestly, yep. like and that's real. One hundred percent. I agree with you. You got to keep those guys around and those girls, whoever visited you during that time, because that's, yeah, that's not a typical place that you're like, hey, you know where I want to take a few days off and go to? Des Moines. Yes, of course. Oh my God. Seriously. (laughs) At least it wasn't like Nebraska. Holy shit. That place sucks. Like, oh my God. (laughs) Like, what's the worst place you've ever been to? Like, honestly, like, I I need to know. Like, out of all the places you've traveled across, and I don't know how many different gigs you've had in radio and everything like that, but like, what was the worst? So I've actually, I've been lucky with my gigs in radio because it was like, I started off at Elvis Duran in New York City. Um, I had a bunch of random jobs for iHeart because I was just staying in the building because right. that's the whole fucking, that's the the quote that they always say is like, as long as you're in the building so people know who you are and you're like, yep. great. Be present. Um, and then I, yeah. yeah. And then I was in LA and now I'm in Nashville. So it's like, really, I haven't, like, with gig wise, I've been good. That's fucking um, sick. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I don't know. Why. Like, I genuinely, wholeheartedly, I, and I say this to everyone when this comes up, like anybody in radio, I'm like, I don't fucking know how that happened. Yeah. I, je- I was full fledged, like I said to you, was ready to go to like bumfuck Kansas or like some random ass place. And that was just going to be it. Like, I accepted that as my fate. Right. And it never happened yet at least like who the fuck knows what can happen but like (laughs) yeah exactly and i i thought i was lucky where it's just like all i had to do was go to des moines for two years and go to minneapolis it's just like all right cool i guess ricky's out here balling whatever (laughs) oh my god no truly don't know how that happened like i i full-fledged it makes no fucking sense to me it'll be something that will be in my memoir one day where i'm just like it'll literally just be one full page of me just be and i it'll just be one sentence I don't fucking know how this happened. Dude, <laughs> that's like, crazy. Like, <laughs> I don't get it. I can't even try to explain it to you. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, it's so wild. It's a weird industry. But like traveling across the country, I want to say we went through uh, North Dakota. Okay. Young. And I was like, what the fuck Yo. is this place? North Dakota sucks. <laughs> like honestly, that's a tough one. There, most of the Midwest states, honestly, are are tough. Like for real. Like they're tough drives. Number one. Yeah. Like South Dakota. Like, what do people do here? Like, what do you what do you do? Like, because you pass these houses, right? Where it's like one house for every ten miles, and you're like, what does that person do for fun? Like. There's only so much that you could do in your home when there's nothing else around you. It's those old videos where they're just shooting the rocks off the slingshot. Like, you know, and like, that's literally (laughs) what they do. They just hit cans. Like, it's so like, or they go to the lake or whatever. It's so bad. Exactly. That's the night. Again, that's the nice part about like Minnesota, right? Because it's like, if you live in like the northern part of the state, like towards Canada, like at least you have lakes and shit and like stuff to do up there and whatever. Like South Dakota, North Dakota, Nebraska, they're just long ass states of nothing 
It's of like, nothingness. Of nothing. Like, seriously, South Dakota, once you get towards the end, at least you have Badlands and, like, mountains. It's like, right. yeah, but, like, up until then, fuck, dude. It's a seven-hour <laughs> drive of shit. It's terrible. We um did that trip, actually, from Minneapolis to Badlands, uh, which I underestimated how long it was going to be. Because I forgot that South Dakota is long as shit. So it was like an eight, nine hour drive. Just a big ball of like big square of fucking nothingness. Just just so, nothing. Just that and just like wind turbines. That's it. And <laughs> I, it was like middle of the summer and my air conditioning just fucking died. And so it was, no. um, it was oh. the worst. It was so bad. So it was like five hours of like us just driving from middle. I think it was like Chamberlain, South Dakota, which is like nothing to like literally minneapolis it was awful it was so bad <laughs> that sounds horrifying don't recommend 10 out of 10 do not recommend <laughs> yeah awful for sure it's so funny like the, the connection you have with elvis too because like my first experience in radio being on the air was on elvis and it was because and he it's uh, it's such a fucking crazy story but um i was trying out to be the producer of their show in philly so like you know for anybody listening yep. like elvis has a either you know a um what's the word i'm looking for like a macro what what it's called and basically it like plays the show automatically without anybody mm-hmm. touching it and other you know places they have a job for somebody to produce the show and like pot up the stuff and everything and make yep. sure that like you know all the levels are checked and whatever and so i was trying out for this position before i had got my position in des moines and uh my dumbass forgot to put the board into program which is like the, the program board is the one that actually puts it out to the city and so mm. i'm tweeting and doing whatever and people are like yo i can't hear the show and i left them off <laughs> for like six minutes which is like nine years in radio so yeah. and oh, like no. I got a call and they were like, is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, I just fucked up. And then like later (laughs) they called me and just grilled my ass on the air, (laughs) which was like hilarious. Um, And then fast forward, I get the job in Des Moines. They're the morning show there. They come to yeah. visit the Iowa State Fair. Yeah, the Iowa State I'm, Fair yeah, is huge for them. Exactly. It's a huge deal for them. And we're there and everything. And we're at dinner with them. And Elvis comes up, shakes my hand, and looks at me. And he's like, you're the motherfucker that fucked us up in Philly, aren't you? And I was like, <laughs> God damn it. Like, I'm never going to be able to escape this. Like, it was so bad. <laughs> oh, my God. He's just that type of dude, too. He's just that type of dude to be like, yeah. I remember your bitch ass. Like, come on. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I don't know how he doesn't forget people. It's scary. But, like, I swear that man does not, like, actually forget people. No, it's scary. And like he's been doing this for so long. So it's like, how do you remember every person that you've ever, like, come in contact? It's wild to me because I can't remember people that I've met, like, yesterday. No, real talk, honestly. <laughs> it's absolutely incredible. But that's just, like, the thing, man. That's what keeps people around, keeps you going. It's like they remember your ass, like. Absolutely. For sure. Crazy. So I have written down here because you brought this up to me that uh, your tolerance has dwindled. I'm so sad. (laughs) I'm so sad. It's so upsetting. So because I was in a frat in college, right? So like, obviously, that was my job. That was all I did was just fucking drink. Like, just pound shit. Oh, man, you were in a frat? I know. I know. It's shocking. What, I shock shock motherfuckers with that because I'm just like, (laughs) because I do not look like the dude and I don't act like the dude that was. And it's just like, yeah, no, honestly. It's because I went to school so close to home. I went to Temple. So like, you know, I've literally 
went okay. to school with a ton of people I went to high school with. And I was like, I hate all you motherfuckers. So I'm going to go to like hang out with people I don't know. And I just happened to meet that this kid that was in a sense. frat. Yeah, I just happened to meet this kid. He was in a frat. He's like, you want to rush? I'm like, sure. And I did. And like, whatever. And like, you know, push ups and shit later. Here I am. <laughs> and I'm a retired frat boy. Um, I don't pay my dues anymore. So I, they had like alumni dues or something. And so, like, you know, I paid it, like, my first year when I thought it was cool out of school, and then I stopped doing it. So now I'm not, like, recognized as an alumni, which is That's fine. the shit that just yeah. blows my fucking, mind. Is I like, paid for my friends. pay for the entire, like, four years, and then they want yeah. you to continue to pay? Dude, I paid for my friends, and, like, I'm not ashamed Bro. to admit it. It was fucking <laughs> terrible, you know? But, like, here we... But also, I went to private school for high school. So, like, I guess I did there, too. So either... Or my parents did, at least. So... <laughs> it's a private school until eighth grade, so I get it. I went to Catholic private school. Dude, Catholic high school was even worse it was terrible and like no no shade to people who are religious but fuck dude no, fuck that shit <laughs> honestly part of the reason i went to therapy is because i went to catholic school from kindergarten to eighth yo grade. <laughs> yes oh my god it's so real it's so bad it's just like god man i've never been shamed more ever than i had yeah, in catholic like, school just you feel like a horrible human all the time because they just make you feel like you're a piece of shit yeah you're right like, piece of shit i i just all i wanted to do was paint my nails today like why am I right yelled at? exactly it's so bad man they just fucking hate on everybody just for no reason it's fucking <laughs> awful i hate it anyway um so but yeah so literally in college like my job was just fucking pounding beers right it was like all i did and then it's just i you know as i was getting older it's like i would still be going out and everything and like des moines if we're being fair here again iowa nothing really to do you smack back some beers. You smack back yeah. a ton of drinks, right? And there were As some, re- and there were some really good fucking dive bars down there because literally nothing's been updated. Love since dive 19- bars, dude. They have nothing's been updated since 1978 in Des Moines, so it's great. So it like <laughs> you, know, you fit in really well if you love the vintage stuff. Um, yeah. So like as a avid dive bar goer, I was like, cool, I'm good. You know, all, all is all you know, all is positive. And then the pandemic hit. And like, unlike everybody else, I didn't stock up on drinks because I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it for fun. And like, I'm going to feel bad about myself. I'm just not going to drink during the pandemic. And okay, yeah, which like I thought in my head, fine. I respect that. Good. Yeah, no, for sure. Definitely. Um, And then, you know, got back at it during the summer, you know, when like things started opening back up again. Fine. Cool. Um, And I started a weight loss program in September. <laughs> And okay. while I have seen results and have felt great and lost some weight and everything, that's all great. Um, I can't look at a beer and not be buzzed. And I'm very sad. And like, cause it's just like, I go and I do whatever. And like, maybe I'll go like make some mixed drinks or like head to like, like we'll go <laughs> like uh, my girlfriend and I went to like this, sh- this show recently. And it was like this really nice, like cute, like venue and everything. And they had like these really cool, like dainty drinks. And I'm like, Oh, I have like a couple. And like, I had to have her drive home. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, who am I? What happened? I feel like my identity is being stolen from me. And this is so sad. And like, I go home. I went home for Christmas and I was hanging out with my boys and they were like five drinks in and I'm one in and I'm like, oh, well, at least I'm cheap. Right. Like, I don't even know. It's so bad. It's just, oh, my goodness. And like, I don't know if it's because I'm getting old or I'm just not eating enough or I'm not hydrated. I don't know. But I'm sad. (laughs) 
It's definitely because you're getting old. Because, yeah. you know, I, I feel that. The reason I wanted to bring this up is because I, too, realized that I can't drink as much as I once did no. without feeling absolutely horrendous the next day. Like, I can do it when I'm in it. Because, like, when I'm in it, I'm, like, in it to win it. I'm, like, yes. Shots. Yes. Let's mix fucking all seven different fucking kinds of liquor. I'm, like, yes. fucking let's do it. Because yes. I'm, like, I used to be able to do that and be totally fucking fine. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, I'm, like, holy shit. Am I dying? Yeah. Is this the end for me? Because it feels like I might die today. It's so bad. (laughs) It's like I just got hit by a fucking truck. Am I good? Like, it's, oh my God. And then the truck backed up and fucking hit me again. (laughs) I'm like functional. And then like days later, I'm still like exhausted and I still have like lingering headaches. And I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, right. Like my coworkers are concerned. Like, are you good, dude? Like, they're like, do you have COVID? Are you like, okay? Like, what is going on? Like, are they all right? Like, I'm just, oh, I'm just hungover, man. It's all good. And the best is like, cause I'm just, I have no shame about it. I talk about it on the air. And then, like, one of my bosses is just like, hey, man, great show the other night. Heard about you being hungover. Proud you did it. Like, proud you got through it. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, he's the dude who signs my paychecks. It's great. Like, at least you know, at least you know I'm straightforward, right? Like, oh my be God. Honest. Be being honest. Be honest and open. Exactly. That's what we do out here. But yeah, no, it's I'm- just so bad. I'm doing like, so I tried to do dry January. Oh, fuck that. I didn't even attempt. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, the thing is it, uh, it became more of a damp January (laughs) than a dry January. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So like, I've definitely, I've cut back on my drinking, but I'm still drinking. But like when I drink now, I realize, holy shit, like I'm getting buzzed faster than I used to. Like I went out to dinner what was it, like two weeks ago? And I had a glass of wine with my dinner Mm -hmm. and then I ordered another glass of wine, but they had fucked up and they had poured another glass of wine and they were like, well, we're not, we can't just, we can't put it back on the bottle. So just take it. It'll be free. And I was like, I'm never going to say no to free alcohol. Like that is exactly. against my moral compass. Like 100%. Why would you do that? <laughs> so after the three, the three glasses of wine, I was like, oh shit, like, and I'm full. Like, I just ate a full fucking meal and I'm like, I am buzzed. What is happening to me? Like, I used to be able to fucking drink an entire bottle of wine and be like, I, I feel shit. Like, what what else do we have to drink? Yeah, like, whatever. Th- that's terrifying when yes. I think about it. But, like, that was the reality of what it used to be. Like, even last year, it was even like that. You know what I mean? And it's like, you stop drinking for just that, little bit of time you can never get it back it's so bad it's awful and now we're old and that's just adding on to everything else like what the fuck why like this is terrible i was slamming 40s exactly (laughs) i was slamming fucking hurricanes like it was my job and everything because i'm I'm a sheep date you know like again like you know no matter what (laughs) and it's just like damn man like now it's like i can't even look at something and not be buzzed it's terrible it sucks i am disappointed in myself I wish I had a taste for wine, though. Like, honestly, I'm just so... I love wine. I wish I was classy like that. I love bourbon. I'm a big (laughs) bourbon guy. Um, I like bourbon. Yeah, exactly. For sure. And especially where you're at, too. Like, that's... Yeah, we got great bourbon. the fucking culture down there, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it's like all I do is, like, just drink old fashions and, like, fucking, like, you know, like, whiskey straight and stuff like that oh my god it's just the best and if you ever come to nashville i have a perfect place to take you that has an amazing old-fashioned please honestly i need more places to go to so i'm totally down (laughs) for sure i'll take you to some shitty ass like 
dive bar up here. We'll get like a beer and a bump. It'll be great for sure. <laughs> for for people listening, a beer and a bump is a shot. It's not what shot. you think it it's is, chill. They call it city wides up up in the northeast area. Like, you know, it's like chill. I don't I don't like sling out here or anything like that. I'm not like the the freaking Minnesotan Escobar or anything. Nah, we don't know people like that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't judge you if you were, but also nah. if you were, you would not blast that on. <laughs> no, exactly. You know, I like, I like exactly for sure, one hundred percent. Wasn't really there my was vibe. Definitely a bunch of people though listening to that, and they're like, a beer and a bump. Damn, like they're like really gonna have a night. Like definitely <laughs> thinking we're talking about cocaine. Yeah, right. Just like, oh man, they're just absolutely railing it. <laughs> oh my god. They're probably also thinking like, wow, it's not going to go well for them if they can't have more than one beer without being drunk. Yeah, exactly. That can only go downhill for sure. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. No, I used to smoke hardcore in school. That was the big thing for me was just like I used to do that a lot, too. And that was, again, I just can't do that anymore. Yeah, exactly. Naturally. But like, yeah. College. College. You do what you do, right? But yeah, it's just so... Because I couldn't function without it. And then it's like getting older and then it's just, you know, having the friends that like still smoke and everything. You're just like, yeah, sure. I'll try it out, whatever. And it's just like you take one hit and you're just like, fucking Christ, man. I used to smoke like four of these motherfuckers and it was nothing. And now here I am. And it's just I took one puff and like I I'm panicking. Why? Why is this a thing? <laughs> so bad. Moral of the story is that getting older fucking sucks. I hate but it. It's dumb we as gotta shit. do it. Dumb as shit, but here we are. <laughs> We're here. We have no choice. We're gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I had such a great time with you. We actually went over the time that I allotted. So I hope that you don't have something else you have to no, do. No, I felt bad. I was like, damn, I'm rambling right now. <laughs> it's just like don't feel bad. No, listen, my whole thing is like if shit's going, like I just go with it. Like I there. just that's fine. You know what I mean? Like that does not bother me. I just hope that you didn't have anything you had to do. Nah, we're good. I got some time before I have to go and yell into a microphone and stuff like that. So we good. We chilling for sure. (laughs) Thank you so much. I enjoyed having you. I'm sure everybody else enjoyed this entire conversation because we, we had a lot of topics. Yeah, dude, we hit everything. It was spice spice for everybody. Seriously. We got you. (laughs) Oh my God. Thank you so much. You might. Yeah, for sure. Got you.